Aloha and welcome back to Pacific Tales. When we lived in Hawaii, we had the opportunity to visit the sixth largest island in Hawaii. Lanai is not your typical tropical island with coconut and rain trees, fragrant flowers on every corner, and rows of pineapple. Although it once was the largest pineapple plantation in Hawaii, instead it is rugged, mysterious, and isolated. The biggest challenge to the island is the lack of running water. As a member of the Mormon Historical Society, our group departed from Lahaina, Maui, on a ferry bound for Manele Bay. It is about a 45-minute ride on a good day. In the early days of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, new members from Europe and the Eastern United States were encouraged to join the saints in the Salt Lake Valley, or Zion, to avoid persecution. The church sent missionaries to Hawaii in 1850, and many people joined. However, Hawaiian law did not allow them to migrate to Zion. Brigham Young, the prophet at the time, asked that the missionaries establish a gathering place in Hawaii for new converts. The spot chosen for the gathering of the saints in Hawaii was on Lanai, in the Palawai Basin. Jonathan Napella, a Hawaiian convert and judge, leased 6,000 acres, which included the Manele Bay, up to the mountain. Similar to the Mormon pioneers, these Mormon saints underwent many hardships to gather to this new location. Our group rented five jeeps and began our journey through Palawai Basin. Our goal was to reach the top of the mountain on the island so we could look down at the basin to see it from above. I noticed that the land was very arid, except there were long rows of pine trees. I was informed by our guide that these were Norfolk Island Pines. George Monroe, a ranch manager, discovered that the trees could soak water out of the clouds and fog producing much needed moisture for crops. Then the pines were planted throughout Lanai. Some are nearly 100 years old. We left the paved road and took off on the Monroe Trail. It was dusty and overgrown with thick brush. The further up the trail we traveled, the more tropical foliage appeared. There were times when there were steep drop-offs on both sides of the trail, and I reminded the driver to keep his eyes on the road. I was surprised to see some hikers along the trail. The guide informed us that there are two five-star hotels in Lanai, the Four Seasons Resort Lanai, and the Lodge at Coele. Many tourists come just to hike or to play golf at the world-class golf courses on the island. Jack Nicholas is the one who designed them. We advanced almost to the top of the mountain and because of the moisture, there were patches of mud which made us slip and slide. There were plenty of ferns, eucalyptus trees, and beautiful views. You could see Maui and the big island 
of Manai. Then we abruptly stopped and learned that our leading jeep was unable to get to the top due to deep potholes and slippery mud. Our guide said that it was only about a five-minute walk to the top, so we all left the jeeps and about 20 minutes later reached the summit. It was well worth the effort when we realized we could see the whole Palavai Basin just off the ridge. It was an amazing sight. You could see the blue ocean and breathtaking vista. We had a few moments of meditation, picture taking, and telling stories. We then sauntered back to our jeeps. There were unfamiliar ferns and flowering plants. We had lunch at the Lanai Mormon Chapel and listened to some informative presentations by members of the society. We learned that trouble at home in Salt Lake City required all the Mormon missionaries to return to headquarters, leaving the saints under local leadership. Walter Murray Gibson, a convert and an opportunist, arrived in Lanai and stirred things up. He had dreams of creating his own kingdom and set out to start it on this island. From 1861 to 1864, Gibson collected money from the saints to buy more land and put it in his own name. This charismatic individual deceived many of the members and had quite a following. Once the Mormon leaders got news of the antics of Walter Gibson, two of the apostles and three missionaries who had learned to speak the Hawaiian language traveled to investigate. Gibson was excommunicated, but continued on his quest to create his own utopia, which never materialized. Afterwards, we visited the Heritage Center, the Lanai Museum, and saw many pictures, maps, and other Lanai historical artifacts. It was interesting to find that at one time, Dole Pineapple ran a large pineapple field and that sugarcane had been grown on the island. Tourism is now the main income for the sleepy little island of Lanai. Aloha, just an update about the island. Lanai, it has since been purchased by Oracle billionaire Larry Ellison. And it should be very interesting to see what develops. But it's a beautiful island, and I'm so happy I was able to go there. <laughs>